0: How's it going, y'all? Welcome back to the Gil Podcast. This podcast is about me, Gil, and the things that I'm currently obsessed with. On today's episode, I'm going to be going over some security risk you or your loved ones might be facing right now, or have faced in the past, or will be facing in the future. This episode is all about hacking. And it's going to be a really interesting topic. So stay tuned. The way I get my podcast topics are through having everyday conversations with people. Um, maybe like 50-50. I'll be having a conversation with a coworker, a client, a loved one, a stranger. Or I'll be, I will just be listening to a random person at a coffee shop this podcast topic came from a conversation i had with an individual a couple of months ago and it was extremely alarming well a couple of months ago um uh, this guy walked up to me he's, he's somebody that i know i've been i've known him for a couple of years i want to say he's a friend more of like somebody that i just know and he came up to me hey nah you know i know some famous people out there you know what i mean I looked at him and said, what are you, what are you talking about? And hey, I see you was talking about that dude. That's my boy. I'm like, who are you talking about? I saw you talk about The Rock on Facebook. It was a correspondence I was having with a friend about The Rock running, um, not running for president, but being Black Adam. It's a comic book character role that was talked about maybe in 2011 and uh, i remember reading a tweet that the rock even tweeted himself saying that yeah that hey that will be a <laughs> that'll be an interesting role a man of forever <laughs> tequila um so he talked about that role and i was talking about that to another friend and so this guy's like hey nasi you better watch your mouth when you talk about my boy that's my boy and he just kept saying that Just looked at him. Yeah, man. Everybody loves The Rock. So later in confidence, he walked up to me. He's like, hey, you know, I actually know The Rock. I was like, that's cool. You know, that's what's up, man. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we we talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, Online. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That's." I don't care. Even if he was talking to The Rock, cool beans. The Rock is an amazing individual. Uh, I would... I'd vote for The Rock to be president. Um as many times as I could do push-ups. If I could do, I think I could do like 20 straight push-ups right now. If I could do 20 straight push-ups, that's how many times I'll vote for The Rock. I'll vote for The Rock to be president of America, of the world. Um, so yeah, I have no issues with The Rock, but it just you telling me you're friends with them. It didn't really, it didn't really, I, I didn't really care. So he's like, uh, yeah, The Rock, he's my boy. I'm like, that's cool. We talk all the time. It's like that's. I was like, so where do you talk? Because this conversation is interesting. Where do you talk to the Rock? And he showed me. He pulled out his uh his dusty Android phone. You know, I'm just like, okay, cool. You know, you're talking to, pretty much a, what a Rock is a billionaire, whatever. You're talking to a billionaire on your Android phone. Great, that's what's up. And he's showing me a correspondence he's having with. Uh broken english bot from what i can see like just the way that these sentences are being displayed on the message it's it's a it's a, it's a facebook messenger uh, app that he's corresponding, he's corresponding with the rock using facebook messenger but it's not the rock it's, it's this weird name but it says the rock on there and the English is so broken, it doesn't really make it makes sense, but it's more like, oh, nobody who speaks English would say this specific phrase in this specific order. Even though it does sound like they're speaking English and it does make sense, theoretically speaking, nobody speaks that proper, especially the rock, a black Samoan that lived in Miami and who's a celebrity. He doesn't he wouldn't speak like that. So I instinctually just was about to reply and say That's not the rock You're you're speaking to like a a hacker But I'm like You know what It's none of my business (laughs) But later on I did tell him Hey man be careful what you're doing online Sometimes these people aren't who they say they are And of course (laughs) I was labeled as being a hater Because he knows the rock and I don't That's fine (laughs) But this episode, I really just wanted to talk about how you can find out you're talking to a hacker or you're finding out you're talking to somebody who is probably like looking for information about you Uh, because the correspondence he was having with the gentleman, he was asking for emails, he was asking for uh, where he lives at, you know, things that a hacker would need to know if later on in the future, the conversation, the relationship moves forward where he needs. Hey man, my my jet my jet broke down in my in in Pompano. I know you live in Pompano, so there's a there's a private airport in Pompano off, off of Cy- Cypress Creek. Uh, you mind you know giving me your debit card on here, and I can just like pay for a quick gas. I just need like fifty bucks. That's what that could turn into, because he's built because The Rock has built a relationship with this person. And I trust me, it it it's going to make sense later on when I'm talking about it. And I wrote some notes down here because I just, I just really wanted to make this podcast. Because there's a lot of people out there who are using computers or using phones. Kids are using phones. Kids are using computers. And we don't understand that they are people who will take advantage of your ignorance. And you have so much information that these people can use to take advantage of you. So... Be really, really careful. So I wrote that people don't understand that they can be hacked. in <laughs> everything, Instagram, text messages. Like even speaking about the, the text messages, a lot of us are getting links and texts from uh, FedEx, Amazon, every single day. It's so mundane. But the thing is for people to do, and I tell this to everybody, there are certain strings, certain text patterns. There are specific ways that these companies will have a correspondence with you. They'll say, Hey, um, Hey Vince, um, your package, um, uh, of Kleene- Kleenex came in, it arrived. And, and, and it'll, it'll just say that. And you'd be like, I didn't order no damn Kleenex. <laughs> what the hell? So then you'd be like, Oh, I guess I'm some, but what some people would think, I guess I'm getting some free Kleenex or that I'm guess I'm getting a free microphone whatever the case is. they will say, uh, your microphone package arrive, and it'll have a- It'll be a link. It'll look just like an Amazon link, and you will click it, and it won't be Amazon. It'll be something. To, it'll take it to Amazon, but what end up happening is those that website will be, then get as much information as you as it can, and it'll be Amazon.com, and you and you'll oh just log in. Hey, bro, just log in. Okay, I got to log in to see what this order is because it says that I, I just got Kleenex at my door. So you're going to be logging into amazon.com. You're going to put in your email, put in your password, and then once you do that, the website crashes. Oh, you got to put the password in again. So what ends up happening is, um, let's say you your pass, your email is uh, sarah22 at gmail.com. Your password is sarah22 at gmail.com net or whatever. You put in the password. Oh, I did change my password six months ago, I think. So now you change it to your other password. Sarah 22 Facebook. So you use your password for your Facebook. Oh, that didn't work either. Oh, it's probably my other password. So what you're actually doing is giving the hacker your email and three different passwords or depending on how many times you put the password in, you're giving them six to seven, eight passwords that you use. Think about that. Now they have your email and then they have six different passwords that you use for different platforms. And you don't really think about it because that's the thing. We we use the same password for almost every app, right? But then we end up changing it three months later and you don't really remember so Then, when you go on this fake phishing website, that's what, that's what it's called phishing. You would put in your email and your password that you use for that specific site. And then, when that password doesn't work because the website is not real, it's just gathering your password information. It's just going to you're just going to type in this password, type in the other password, and you'll be like, What password is it? What is it? <laughs> and it's not going to let you in. But what you did is give. Your all your passwords to this specific hacker in 2009 I was going to school for computer forensics and I, I, I was practicing like you know the idea of phishing and stuff like that and I, and I was the I wasn't the head tech guy at my church I think this is before that so I, I was doing tech at my church doing the websites um, Twitter you know, doing all the hymns and stuff, all the video editing and live streaming at my church. But we were doing a lot of things with our computers and I was going to school for computer forensics. So I picked up a few things or two about phishing uh, where you would, you know, fake make a fake website or fake email to get your password to get a password from somebody. So I created a Facebook phishing website. So on when you open up my laptop, I had a, D- a Dell people back in the day, for some reason, that would just type in their passwords on any- anybody's phone. I need to check my Facebook because, you know, back in the day, having a laptop, having a phone with with Internet access, it, it was like, OK, cool. Everybody. Most people have it, but a lot of people don't. And checking your Facebook was a thing you do. Oh, I gotta check how many likes I got. I'm going to check my pokes. Remember pokes? So people would check their pokes and check their things. And it just felt so mundane to me. I think I was probably like, what, 20, 19 years old at the time. It just was like, so you're going to log into somebody's random computer or random phone to check your Facebook. You're putting your email and your password. More than likely, your email and password is the same email and password that you use for your your, uh, email clients your Gmail or your Yahoo because people are lazy. So I created a Facebook fake page. Where you sign in, it's Facebook, and you put in your email, and you put in your password. As soon as you hit login, I will it creates a notes file on my desktop with your email and password. So they'll hit retry, retry, retry. And what I would do is, you know, I'll say, Oh my gosh, maybe my Wi-Fi is off or something. So I reset the Wi-Fi, close the page, and actually open up Facebook and they log in. And I did that with four people. So what ended up happening was um, I logged into their Facebook, which is these these were friends. I didn't do anything malicious. I posted on their status and said, don't ever just use anybody's laptop to log on to Facebook. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I got hacked. I got hacked. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but you did it to yourself. Like You can't just trust anybody like yeah I'm nice so I'm letting you know that this experience can happen to you and you didn't even notice it so how many times does that happen to you outside of this church building like you log into to any, anybody's phone what if you forget to log out you know what I'm saying so you are exposing yourself so <laughs> some of these people were probably just really really scared and they thought that I would have their password forever it's like no I'm change your password now and make it so hard that you know then with one of the one with one of the girls like I said before she used her same email and password as a bunch of other things so I said hey I bet you use the same email and password for everything so I logged on to her email client her Yahoo and I logged on to that it's like you gotta you gotta try to protect yourself you never know what can happen like when you, you probably could be applying for a job and they need your social security number or whatever the case is. And then the hacker has your email and they set a filter to where certain strings of numbers or certain phrases where if you get an email from a job or you're sending out an email, you, they can set a filter and say anytime they see the words social security or anytime they see the word driver's license or, a bank a bank uh, bank account or routing number they can that email will be forwarded to them and you would even know it so or they, because they have access to your email so it's just one of those things you have to be really really careful about i know it's just rambling on and i know somebody just like man this is boring <laughs> can you just tell us a funny story no it's this is serious man like this is really serious this is Something that we are going to have to be worried about. Like right now, there are a lot of people who have firearms, who have guns to protect their homes. What the hell do you have to protect your social and digital identity? And I said social identity as well, because if somebody logs on to your Facebook and Instagram. They can pretty much do anything. And your digital identity is, you know, something as far as along the lines of like your your credit score um, you know, you, where you live, uh, stuff like that, like digital, social, almost the same, but not really, in my opinion. One of the things that was something that I've always had in my head, extensively, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a pretty woke dude, you know what I mean? I'm pretty woke out right here, and I got my third eye open. <laughs> but there's one thing I always thought about, and it was confirmed. The phone scam trapping Americans with a single word, Authority Safe begins as soon as you answer the phone, a voice on the other end asking, can you hear me? Once you answer yes, that's all they need. Investigators say they are recording your answer for a reason. ABC's chief business correspondent, Rebecca Jarvis, out to protect your money. Tonight, the new government warning of a growing phone scam. Can you hear me okay? Teresa Thomas says she got the call at home in Minneapolis. She was giggling, and she said, oh, I didn't expect you to pick up. Um, Can you hear me? Seems innocent enough, but here's how it works. You pick up. The voice on the line asks, can you hear me? When you answer yes, the scammer is recording and can use that yes to authorize future charges. Teresa was lucky. If it sounds fishy, hang up and don't provide any information, of course, about you. Tonight, experts urging caution. Don't answer calls from unknown numbers. Take advantage of any free robocall blocking service from your phone carrier and report suspicious numbers to the FCC. David, one more possible red flag in this scam. The caller asks if you want to be added to the do not call registry. The government will never phone you to ask this question. Just hang up. When you get a phone call, why the the hell do you say hello first, first of all? You you didn't need them. They're the ones calling you. When somebody calls me now, well even before, I just would just answer the phone and wait for them to to say, "Oh, hello?" Because you think when somebody calls you, you have to say, "Hello? Hi, who's this? Are you there?" No, you don't have to say anything. They're calling you. There's a there's a thing. Fishing is when I have to set the bait. Right? I have to set the bait and I'm waiting for you to click the link type in your email and click the link when I text you. You click the link when I text you. I send you a DM on Instagram. Hey, bro. Hey, um, I got a link for Bitcoin. Click, 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 click the link for Bitcoin. You click the link. That's that's phishing. Spear fishing is when you are talking to somebody and or looking for information about them. Like there's the things where you can find out where somebody lives. It's so easy. Like for me, I mean, I went I was going to school for this. Cause I was I'm pretty much actively interested in this type of stuff. Because everybody puts the information out and it's so easy to just pretty much know where somebody is, knows how to reach them, know how know where they are, know their friend circle, know their group. It's ridiculous. And spear is when you actively seek out those informations by, you know, via text message, um, group chats, emailing, or you just ask something that's just so mundane, like, cause I'm a photographer. So I get like messages from like a, a model or a producer. Hey buddy, I'm a producer here in Brickle, Miami. I post a lot of images. Uh, depicting brickle miami and i've even put the notification that i'm there i'm a producer here in brickle miami i'm looking for a photographer my budget for my photo shoot is thirty thousand dollars are you located in brickle i'm like i don't live in brickle but i live in deerfield beach ding They know where i live oh great um do you have a, a business or do you have an LLC? Yeah, my, I have an LLC. Oh, well, what's your LLC? What, what's your business name? Then with that, they'll, they'll get to see if my LLC has my home address on there or my office address. And they'll be like, oh, now we know where he lives. Now we know his full name. Now we could just got to get his social security. And then they would find out where I work. So then they'll call my job. They've, they've done this with people that I know. They'll call the job and figure out what shift this person's works, you know, by, by going on their social media and their Facebook. And if they are malicious, since they know your shift, they know where you live, they know where you work, they can come see you. And they could they could plan and plot when you're ordering packages because they are watching your email because more than likely you've been fished and it can just swipe your packages and it, and it could just be a revolving doorway. There can literally be a hacker that just sits and steals everything from everybody every single day. Like, <laughs> Hey, it looks like is getting a cardigan jacket from Amazon. <laughs> I think I need a cardigan jacket and they can just walk up to your house and take your cardigan jacket. And when you think you're about to get off work and feel really cool, like carton from fresh Prince. You go to your front door and there's no cardigan jacket in the box. It's just probably an empty box and just probably just a smiley face or something. Actually, there's probably no box because maybe the hacker is like pro recycling. He he takes a cardboard box and puts it in your recycling bin. That'd be really dope if hackers could basically have some type of positive reinforcement. Yeah, they'll screw you over. But if you're ordering like toxic things, yo, I'm actually for that. If there's hackers out there that would hack you and fish your shit <laughs> and fish your account, and they'll see if you're ordering like anything that's toxic to environment, they'll as soon as it arrives at your your place, they'll like, get rid of it, discard it, and stuff like that. Um, there are different type of hackers, though, uh, all jokes aside. I was one of the... Um, I know it sounds funny, but I was a script kitty. Script kitty essentially is... Because I didn't write that string of code for the phishing. It was already provided. It'll be on like, you know, a lot of hacker websites that I won't even mention because it's just bad stuff. And you would just get these strings of code and you have to make sure you're trusting the strings of code because hackers hack hackers because it's fun. That's what some people do. You have your uh, white hat hackers who are top tier. That's what I wanted to like move up to but you have your top tier hackers where they are essentially good people and they would hack for the good of the world. Like that's probably like one of the things that I wanted. And then you have your, like your top tier baddies, like, um, like your red hat hackers, your red hat hackers. Um, they're like government agents, spies, um, just, I have gods here. like they have high level access to see and hear everything. But yeah that, that's what this episode is about. Just be really careful out there um, when you're perusing on the internet. Use the VPN if you can, but be really careful about your VPNs. Uh, I know somebody's gonna be asking me right now. I can hear it. I use Duck Duck go to hide my myself online. Duck, Duck go doesn't really work. DuckDuckGo, you're still using your uh, your phones or your computer's um, IP uh, address to navigate the internet. DuckDuckGo just hides your searches from what I understand, but it, you're still using your telephone. You still use the AT&T to look up, um, you know, whatever you're looking up, and they can still find what you're doing. So... It doesn't really work. You need a VPN, which is a virtual private network, and you can get a VPN from NordVPN. I've used NordVPN in the past. It's really cool um, and it's really powerful. A really cool thing about VPN is that a lot of a lot of people don't realize that Netflix and a lot of other shows and all like other like streaming services have different shows in different countries, like. There are certain shows that we have on Netflix that other countries don't have, and there are certain shows that other countries have that we don't have. And when you have a VPN, you can pretty much say, I'm about to go to Ukraine, boy, and you just pop in your Ukraine uh, mode on your VPN, so your, your computer thinks, or your internet thinks that you're in the Ukraine, which is pretty nice. It's pretty cool. All right, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this quick little podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it, let me know. Also, I was having some uh, I, for some reason the description of the podcast where I put like the donation the donation link it wasn't working, and I found that out because somebody said, "Hey, I've been I was trying to donate, but the link was broken." I was like, "Okay, I got to fix that." So the donation link is now working. So if you guys want to support the show. Uh, you can do so down below. Uh, if you have any questions, and um, you can d- just DM me or just send an email at contact at dot com. So you can email me at contact at gildormius.com. All right, y'all. I love you guys. Peace.